Hello and welcome back to another episode of Spilling the Tea. I have a fabulous guest on today, which I'm so excited to chat with. Um, we have the lovely Debbie in with us and Debbie and me were literally like fangirling over each other because we have a very lovely relationship. Debbie came to me as a client, first of all, in 2021. After losing her period, she was struggling with hypothalamic amenorrhea and had tried so many different things and was came into the clinic and we worked on getting her period back and then eventually she got pregnant and she's a lovely little boy now who's 17 weeks old so I feel like I've been with her on this journey the whole way through um, and she is here today to fill everyone in on her story and I hope it helps some of you going through something similar knowing that there is other things you can do not to give up hope and I think she is a very true reflection of this. I'm so excited to announce Ethos as our sponsor for season two. If you follow me on Instagram, you've probably heard of them already. Ethos are an Irish CBD and hemp brand set up by couple Amy and Fergus, who are both extremely lovely people, may I add. They have a range of CBD oils and hemp teas, and they have blended organically grown hemp from Wicklow with adaptogenic herbs, which I'm obsessed with, and botanical extract to support a range of well-being needs. Their rest range supports better quality sleep and their balance range helps to reduce daily stress and anxiety and their active oil and repair balm are focused on reducing inflammation and aiding recovery from workouts. I recommend adding their supplements to your routine if you're looking to improve your sleep quality, stress levels or reduce inflammation. Their teas are also a really, really nice addition to your bedtime or daily routine. You'll find Ethos at most pharmacies or health food stores and they also kindly gifted me 20% off discount code for all of you lovely listeners. If you head to the link in my show notes below, you can subscribe there and it'll be sent straight to your inbox in addition to a gorgeous bedtime yoga track to help you distress and unwind before bed. If you're curious about trying the products, check the digital consultation tool on their website to help you select the right product for your needs or listen to episode one of season two, where I speak to Amy about the science and benefits of CBD. So Debbie, thank you so much oh, no for problem. coming in. Thanks Welcome for to the podcast. <laughs> so I think the best thing to do is just introduce yourself. You can fill people in maybe in your career mm-hmm. and just kind of who you are and kind of um, like, yeah, what, what kind of led you to losing your cycle and kind of the whole, the, the world up until that. Yeah, no problem. Um, so yeah, name is Debbie. Um, I am a fitness and nutrition coach. So I have my own business based in Kimmich. Um, I'm only doing it seven years now so before that I was working in retail for 16 years so um, I was just at a stage in life where I was like I can't do this anymore it was like I think it was one year after Christmas and I was like I haven't had this Christmas off in like 16 years like what there has to be more to life (laughs) Um, (laughs) even though I loved it for so many years but I probably started to train like a couple of years before that and was getting really into it and I always remember like the one thing that used to get me up at like five o'clock in the morning was knowing that I was going to the gym before amazing so So you love that yeah Yeah. I loved it but but like fitness wasn't like I wasn't sporty in school or anything like that I just think at that time when work got really crazy and busy and stressful that like that ended up being like a release for me in the mornings I'd get up or I'd finish work and I'd go Um, so when work started to get really tough and I was really fed up I was like what else can I do with my life like there has to be like a better way for me to kind of like enjoy working but um, I remember I was like 30 and I told started telling people they're like Debbie 
you're going through a midlife crisis like feeling you mental you're leaving a proper job yeah, to like go a and good set up a job business. like I was after yeah. working like my way up re- like I was doing really really well at the time and um, they were like you're going through a midlife crisis like you can't leave a job and I but I, I didn't know what I was going to do and I think that's why people were scared they were like Debbie you can't do this well I left and still didn't have a clue what I was going to do um, I went away for a couple of months and while I was away I was like procrastinating like what can I do will I go back to college or whatever so I um, enrolled in a fitness course and I did that and still after I had no clue what I was going to do it was like just passing time <laughs> and you weren't um, working you were like no. I'd rather be unemployed than yeah. work in retail anymore yeah. I'll just figure it out 100% like. because I'd worked like I think the longest I ever had off was like your two week holiday like your summer holiday so I literally left school went into this job and like stayed there for 16 years so I didn't travel I didn't do yeah. anything so having this time off it was weird having it but it was actually felt really good because mm. I was like I had no stresses and I was able to make this decision right go back to college do it was only like a three month course so it wasn't too long and um, yeah I absolutely loved it and then I just started working for myself then. and how did you end up going because obviously that's such a big mm. step as well you're yeah. finished the course and you're like fuck it I'll open my own gym <laughs> I like started how training, did that happen I started training friends like and I started training them in the back of my mum and dad's house like they had like a it's like a little bungalow like my sister used to live in it years ago and mm. um, I just took all the furniture out ripped it apart and just set it up as a little gym and that's how it starts Amazing yeah. and obviously the I saw you you just mm. opened like another Yeah and then Covid hit Yeah Covid hit Yeah So yeah. what was the year like how many years was that between setting um, up and Covid? Four years Four years Yeah four years Yeah Okay Four years of like working in the back garden yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it was great because I was only doing one to ones at the time, and I loved that. But obviously, then I, I obviously love, still love training people. But the passion really started then with the nutrition and stuff. Like for me, when I started to train and you know trying to educate yourself and like trying to learn more, so nutrition was the thing I really loved. So I was like, right, I'm going to go back to college. I'm going to do a bit of nutrition. I just kept putting it off for years. Like I remember I started the course when I was traveling in 2017. I don't know what made me think I was going to like start studying when I was like traveling. Right. Everybody else is going to the beach and like wasn't, I wasn't going to sit in the cafe and study. So did, yeah, so I deferred the course. And then two years ago, I started it back. So um, last year I qualified as a certified nutritionist, Amazing. which was, oh my God, I can't believe I even passed it. It was the most stressful year of my life. Obviously, I got pregnant in the same year. I opened the studio. Um, so it was absolutely mental. But like sometimes I'm like, I can't believe I got through, but I did. Yeah, it's mad looking yeah. back. I think things mm. it's just going to autopilot and then you reflect back and you're like oh wow. God. it's survival mode you yeah. go into like I'll yeah. never forget some days sitting at the desk and literally like crying like feeling sorry for myself being like I wish I didn't have to do all this study you know you just get to a stage where it just becomes too it's much overwhelmed. but yeah. yeah it's just overwhelming I think yeah. working full time and then being pregnant and then trying to study at the same time but and no one can help you I remember last <sighs> when I was doing my phone exams or Herb Madison like you know, even my husband was like, what can I do to help? I'm mm. like, literally nothing. nothing. Like, I have to be the one to be in work. I have yeah. to be the one to do my exams. I have to be the one to do the assignments. And self-accountability. And like, you just, it's just yeah. only this good moan, a good yeah. cry. And then, you're, like, and right. then you're fine. <laughs> and then you're fine. Yeah, you just needed to <laughs> literally just embrace it. And just kept thinking, right, just a couple more weeks, a couple more months. And then, yeah. you know, when you pass it and you get your results and... God, like, there's no better feeling to know mm-hmm. that you achieved, so, especially when you're under so much pressure. Do you know that way? Oh it's God, like, yeah. I can achieve anything now if I did that. Absolutely. Yeah. So going back, you left your job, personal yeah. trainer, mm-hmm. fitness was your life. You were yeah. obviously training a good bit yourself. Mm-hmm. And then 
fill me in your cycles. First of all, let's yeah. go back to like mm. teenage Debbie. Like, did you have mm. regular cycles when you were younger? Yeah, like, Ashing, it was crazy. Every four weeks on the dot and like I never suffered with any symptoms like I always remember like people being in school and they'd be out the next day and you'd ask them like what was wrong oh it was a really bad period or say I worked in retail so I was constantly getting calls from people being like oh I'm really bad period and I'd be saying like I couldn't understand it mm. because I never had it I never had like back pain or cramps or headaches or sickness literally used to come have them for like maybe three or four days at the most and they'd be gone Mm-hmm. So you're always like Grant. Yeah, no, never a problem. I never understood what how people had these really bad ones because yeah. I never had them. Do you know that way? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then one November, I just didn't get them. I was like, this is weird. And I don't think I actually like the November. Actually, sorry, I think the November that I lost it because it seems so far away now. The November that I lost the period, I don't think I actually realized till the December. Mm-hmm. Till I was like another month, and then I was like, I that's like a good few weeks gone. And I haven't got my period yet. Yeah. It didn't really register with no, you. No, no. So what, when, I think you said to me that was 2017 or 2016. So that was 2016 I lost okay, it. 2016. Yeah. And was yeah. that when you were, you were still working retail then? Yeah, still working. Oh, no, no, I was finished in retail. Okay, yeah, I was finished. Already left. Yeah, I'd yeah. already left. Um, I was working for myself that year. Um, I'd only started to work for myself. Um, I was just finished college, started to work for myself. And yeah, that's when I lost the period. Yeah, it was the November. So at what point then, no period in November, mm-hmm. realise in December. Yeah. And what, what was the next step? What did you end up doing? After Christmas, I remember going to the doctor and like, I've been with my doctor years and he's a great doctor, like in regards of everything else I've been to him. But when I said him, like, I always remember being like, oh, it's fine. It's not like a big thing. Come back to me in a couple of months if you don't get them back. Mm-hmm. But that was like, say, like the January. And then I remember in the March... I can't even remember how this had come about, but I ended up working with this doctor. Um, I think I remember telling you about it, but it was mad. When I look back now, it's like, I can't believe, first of all, I paid all that money to see this person. And second of all, I can't believe what I she asked me to do when I did it. I had to pee, pee, spit and poo in like these little tubes. Okay. And they had to be sent off to a lab. So they used to be collected. I don't know. Did I tell I you this? I don't remember this. No. So this is so interesting. So what doctor? Like an actual doctor? Actual doctor. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't. I probably didn't tell you at the time because I probably was embarrassed and like how stupid it was. Now when I look back and think about it, but I remember a courier used to come every seven days. So I used to do this every day. Put them in the freezer, and then the mm. courier would come every seven days to collect them. And there was four collections. And then that say that was the March, and I remember I went traveling then in the May, and for the next couple of months after I was always chasing up like what's the story with the results anything back never got any feedback Um, and then I remember I got the call in July I took a call I was living in Thailand at the time and um, the reason I think the only thing that ever came back was that like my cortisol levels were high but I was like yeah I'm, I know yeah you're like I could tell you that for free <laughs> yeah that's yeah they're probably always high Um, so that was like the fourth kind of person that I went sorry the second person the doctor and then obviously this other doctor that did this like extensive testing okay. Um, and you still hadn't had a period. This is now July. No, and this is July. You had periods in still having a period. And yeah. no one had thought, let's just do regular blood tests to see what your hormones are like. No, nothing. Okay. No, no. And I'd obviously left the country in the May. So I was living in Asia at the time. So mm-hmm. obviously in Asia, like I wasn't going to go and see gonna, a doctor yeah. or a hospital or anything. And did you really care? Were you like, ah, be grand? Was it kind of something? I know a lot of clients will say, they're like, ah, it'll come back. It's kind of something. Yeah. Or if you're traveling, it's actually kind of great. I don't have my period. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. But I don't think people realize no. it's not just about the bleed, it's no. about your bone health. It's about what's your heart happening yeah, inside. Yeah, like at the time, like 
you're right, like you hit the nail on the head, like it was convenient for me not to have it. And I didn't think anything of it. To me, Ashling, I was so healthy. Like I wasn't working. So to me, I wasn't stressed. Um, I was living in Thailand. I was training all the time. I was eating really good. I was like sunbathing most of the day. So like to me, there was no factors that like could have in my head thinking, oh, that this is why this Mm -hmm. is happening. Do you know that way? Yeah. And Going back, just so kind of people understand mm. as well, like yeah. you, you did have hypothalamic menorrhea, mm-hmm. which is loss of cycle due yeah. to stress in your body, mm-hmm. and that stress can be emotional stress. It can be low body weight. It can be over exercising. It yeah. can be under eating carbs, nutritional deficiencies. Yeah. It's normally some sort of stress. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned there, like you're away, you're having a ball, but the training, like in hindsight now, in perspective, is obviously a great thing, but. What lifestyle habits were you doing? Do you think that oh. was stopping you getting your period back? Like when you were living in Thailand and on the beach half the time and like training twice and three times a day. Yeah. Like and for probably someone that hadn't lost their period, that probably wouldn't have been a bad thing. But I'd already lost my period. So there was no chance of that obviously coming yeah. back because I was consistently adding way more stress like I think before I went travelling I was training really really hard because obviously I was going away to a training camp but I still wanted to be in the best shape that I could be oh so you actually yeah yeah. so I was going to a training camp initially I was just going for six weeks and then I was going to Australia Um, but I was training really hard because like to me I was like I'm going to a training camp I want to be the fittest person there yeah Obviously, I got there, did six weeks, then I went to Bali for six weeks and I was supposed to go back to um, Australia then. And I didn't. I ended up living in Thailand for a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so like, you'd, yeah, like that you'd lost your period before, but you think going back, it was from overtraining. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Like when I think back now, like I was definitely eating enough mm-hmm. if I hadn't have been training that much. But the yeah. problem was... I was training massively like so my energy expenditure was like crazy and even though I was eating a lot it still didn't I was still in a deficit all the time mm-hmm. like do you know that way yeah. I still wasn't eating enough food for the amount of calories that I was born in so I was, my body was constantly under stress do you yeah. know that way yeah. but at the time I didn't I didn't understand it I wasn't even educated enough like do you know that way yeah um, but like you went know. to two doctors and they yeah. weren't educated enough yeah. so it is mm. such a minefield yeah. like irregular cycles loss mm. of cycles it's just something they're, they're not as familiar with. If you no. can't give a pill to fix it, which you can't with hypothalamic mm. menorrhea, you can yeah. put on the pill as an artificial bleed, mm-hmm. but there's nothing no. at all medically they can do to bring back your period. It has to be lifestyle yeah. medicine. Yeah. So that was July, mm-hmm. full year in Thailand. Yeah. No sign of your period? No, nope, nothing. And then what happened? You came home? Came home and I think it really had started to get in on me then when I came home like because when I was away I felt like I was in like a bubble do you know as I said it was convenient for me not to get it like do you mm-hmm. know that way there was so much good going on in my life then at that time that I didn't think of it do you know that way then I think I got home and then reality really hit and I was like this is not normal like this has gone like over a year now so went back to the doctor and he referred me to a gynae department in one of the hospitals and I was with them for like two years wow yeah um, but you know the usual, like it was probably like six months in between appointments. Do you okay, know that I like yeah. I wasn't consistently with them? So I'd get an appointment, they did blood tests, I would come back for a follow-up appointment. And I remember every time I went, I would see a different consultant. Like there was never the same. They were always sitting there with me file, going through it for about 10 minutes before they'd ask me a question, maybe take a few notes. But there was no seeing the same person all the time or following up. Mm-hmm. Do you know that way? So um 
yeah, it was, I wasn't getting any answers. Like nobody was helping me with anything. I was and getting blood. what were they saying? What, they, what were they putting it like, down Like questions, to? like they were asking me like what my job was. Like, did I exercise? Like, obviously they were weighing me every time I go and I wasn't underweight to yeah. anybody. I wasn't underweight. Like mm-hmm. I didn't look skinny. Um, I didn't look like I was under eating. Do you know that way? To me or probably everybody, I looked like I was healthy. Do you know that way? Um, so I think when they were weighing me and asking me questions, they... Like myself, like I thought I was healthy. Do you know mm-hmm. that way? I was yeah. looking after myself. I was training. And you're like, I'm so healthy, I'm so well. fit, I can lift so heavy. Yeah. Like you're, yeah. You don't, I, from the externally I was, but internally yeah. something was going wrong. Mm-hmm. Do you know that way? But at the time, again, like the same as them, like I wasn't connecting all the dots together. Yeah. You know? So what do they do for you? Um, they did bloods. Um, they put me on the pill then eventually. Mm-hmm. So they said that they wanted to put me on a pill temporarily for three months to see if I would um, get a bleed. On the pill? On the pill. Okay. Yeah. And what and, happened? And I took it and I got a bleed. Of, of course. course you would. Yeah, of course you <laughs> would. And the, like, now, even when I say it, it sounds so stupid. But at the time, I'm like, these are these doctors and consultants telling me yeah. to do something like I was nearly three years without a period so I was like do anything just tell yeah, me what to yeah, do and yeah. I'll do it um, obviously got the period after three months and were I you just... like delighted I have my period back Um, no because I did understand that it was yeah, a fake bleed. Okay. like I yeah. knew that it was hormones being put into me while you so I was going to get a period mm-hmm. however I think in my mind I was also trying to play a game as, imagine if I didn't get it like even though there's not a chance to happen. But in my head, there was all of these things were going around. And then after the three months, I just stopped taking it then. Mm-hmm. And I didn't end up going back to them. So that was two years under them. So that was September 20, just before I came to you. So 19. 20, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 19. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking yeah. at the timeline here. Yeah, yeah. So I think I contacted you in that November. And I gave you that, Chaseberry, do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was, the, that was the last month I took the pill was that November. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I started hey. off with the Chaseberry and then I think we had our first call in the January. In January, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Mm. yeah. So one of the most important things for anyone listening, like, oh my God, this sounds like me. Mm. With hypothalamic menorrhea, your two female hormones, your LH mm. and your FSH, is always very, very low. So they're the two hormones that are meant to help you ovulate. Mm. And it's kind of the idea that, like, they're not even trying to ovulate. This mm. is the thing. Like, Debbie, for example, when she came to me, her LH was 1.4. Mm. And you'd want that to be at least, like, 3 to 5 maybe even eight to make you ovulate. So mm. her body was just like, no, like no. we're not even trying. It was, you know, mm. seeing there was some sort of stress. And for Debbie, it was the exercise because mm. it was so interesting. Even when you came to me, um, I think your weight was like 64 kg. Yeah. Like not, you were so lean, mm. like you were so strong. You didn't yeah. look the typical no. hypothalamic amenorrhea. So mm-hmm. I feel like for you, that just got missed so mm. much. Whereas if you went to them and you were 50 kg, 100%. it would have been picked yeah. up a lot quicker, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, so you emailed me, contacted me. I gave Debbie, I think you mm-hmm. sent me your bloods before I saw you because yeah. I'm just wary of giving anyone mm. something obviously yeah. before I see them in the consultation. Yeah. I gave her a herb called Chaseberry, mm-hmm. which is the herb specifically I would use for hypothalamic mm-hmm. memory. It's such an amazing little herb that it actually mm-hmm. helps increase your LH levels which are going to help you ovulate mm-hmm. and you actually got a period, didn't you? After taking that. Like, I'll never forget the, when I messaged it in the November like like you helped me before I even had the consultation. Like I, I, I always remember saying like, oh, my consultation isn't for two months time. Like and Ashing's already asked me to send her blood <laughs> tests. Like, oh my God. I was like, this person's going to help. I just got this yeah. feeling. I was like, 
Because it was like light at the end of the tunnel. Do you know that? Because right? mm-hmm. at this stage in my house, like I'm getting older, I'm not getting a period, like something's not happening. Um, and obviously if you're not getting a period, there's something unhealthily happening in your body. Do you yeah. know that way? So yeah, I started with you in the January. We had a consultation and I got my first period in the February. Oh, I remember that email. <laughs> that was so I was just like, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. The February. And mm. then you were disappointed it didn't come in the March. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was April. April. And then... It was May. I remember you sent mm. him an email in, I think it was May, and you're like, I've had two periods yeah. in a row. Yeah. We were literally like I celebrating. Believe it. Yeah. yeah, it was... Oh, I, and even when I was looking back like at the notes of like all our emails and stuff, and I was like, all the things that you had got me to do, yeah. like I was just ready to do them. Yeah. I was like, right, okay. I need oh to God, stop training. Yeah, yeah, the amount yeah. of things that I had to change. Like, I know I probably <laughs> swaddled with you for a load. like four times training. You were like, no, Debbie. Yeah. <laughs> it was literally. For you were, you were like, tell me what I have to do. Yeah. And I think this is when I see clients mm. with HA, it is the most difficult thing from mm. my perspective yeah. to help because everyone has, is at a different point. Like yeah. you three years ago might mm. not have been ready to put on weight. No. Or to reduce your training or to change your food or increase yeah. your calories. And it's really difficult because like mm. that, like on paper, you're not going out three nights a no. week. You're not eating chicken filler oils for breakfast or lunch. No. Like you're not having six coffees a day. No. You're not like drinking, like, you know what I mean? On a I'm Tuesday not excessively, night. yeah. Like you're doing everything right on paper, mm. but sometimes it's just gone to the other end of the yeah. extreme. It's ex- yeah, it's excessive. Yeah. And mm. it's just been sending those signals to your body being like, mm. we're grand. Mm. Everything is fine. Yeah. Let's make a baby. You have to remember the mm. reason you have gotten your period is because your body ovulated, mm. which means it, it wants you to get pregnant. Yeah. So if it perceives that you can barely look after yourself, it's mm-hmm. not, not gonna I remember you. you saying something to me and I still always like even when I try and explain it to people because I love telling people my story now like not even mm-hmm. about obviously like having Oliver and it's the most amazing story that I could tell anybody but like the other thing is like not having to overtrain like when clients say to me oh I'll come to the class three times and then I'll run twice and I'm like you don't need to do that like mm-hmm. that was me I thought I had to do that because years ago that's what I was told to do and then yeah. same with the crazy diets like restrictive diets I had to do so like at the time when you were telling me to do all of these things like put on weight, increase your calories, like reduce your training. They were all the things that went against everything that I'd done for so many years. And I like, I was ready to do it. Do you yeah. know, at that time, I was like, I have to do something. Something drastically has to change. Do you yeah, know that yeah. way? And yeah. you just broke it down. I remember you saying to me, like, Debbie, there's like a signal that goes from like your brain to like your reproductive system and yours is not getting sent because there's too much stress happening in your body. And yeah. I was like, makes so much sense like when you actually think about it Mm -hmm. just simplifying it and making me understand it in like layman's terms basically like do you know that because I'm sure I'm sure there's like so much more intelligent ways you could have said that to me but I Mm -hmm. wouldn't have understood it it's like that's a perfect example of what was happening to me like my body was just under too much stress yeah what I find fascinating mm. looking back over your file now and even when I saw you for your follow-up mm. is that you put on weights so when I saw you for your follow-up I think the first one we did was like April so mm. like maybe four months later yeah. you put on I think like 5kg yeah. at that point so you were in 69kg mm-hmm. and you were like feck it you're like I just <laughs> literally dove head first in <laughs> yeah. but then when I saw you again for mm-hmm. your follow-up I think it was mm-hmm. the next January mm-hmm. you were back to 64 kilos mm-hmm. and you were like yeah my period's completely regular yes, yeah. so it was never about the weight no. but you almost needed to be in that surplus so your body perceived yeah. no stress you 100%. weren't and then you were able to get back down to your mm-hmm. normal weight so I always even use that as an example yeah. when I see my other clients yeah. I'm like had this client once mm-hmm. and I'm like it's you know it's temporary that yeah. like put on the weight mm-hmm. let your body re- reduce all the stress yeah. and then you can go back gently to mm-hmm. being in your normal like weight you're, you're happy. comfortable yeah, with yeah 100% because yeah, exactly. yeah. I even remember like when I look back 
at that time, like me being 64 kilos, like I, I put on nine kilos, like I got up to like 73, like at my highest when working with you. And like, I didn't feel any different because my mindset was completely different where maybe a year or two before that, someone would have told me I put on nine kilos. I would have had a mental breakdown being like, no, I can't look like I'm 73 kilos. I didn't look any different. Yeah. Like, obviously I looked a little bit different, but I wasn't conscious of my weight. I knew that I was doing it for a purpose. And even then when I went back down, say, to the 64, I did it so slowly, like I didn't do it aggressively. Do you know mm -hmm. that way? Um, but it was all like all the other things you helped me with as well made a massive like mm. I, I, what, I was training massively like yeah. I was training like twice a day like I've written down here like when our follow-up we'd agreed um 45 minutes three days a week yeah and 10,000 steps a day yeah that was the agreement like you were mm. like oh no I have to my steps so I was like okay look I <laughs> and I was like you can keep them in for now yeah. and then if you don't get your back we're getting rid of mm. the steps like so yeah. I, that was like our us yeah. really like to mm. and fro and that was what we came to like some of my clients I'm like absolutely no workout no. so yeah it was so such a big part of your life and I remember the time being like do your yeah. best with it but mm. trying to explain the importance what was that switch just went off like if someone's listening mm -hmm. I know they will because they're going to be drawn to the episode of this what they're going yeah. through like You've been there, you've, you know, been mm. super lean, you've been super fit, like you've, mm. you know, had the body you want, but mm. at what point or what made you be like, this is not worth it anymore? Like what made this more important than that? Um, I think for me at the time, I started to get really scared. Like being a, like a mom for me has always been something I've wanted. So like this was like a year that I was getting older. And a, another year that I didn't have my period. Do you know that way? Mm -hmm. So to me, I was thinking, like, the reality is if you're not ovulating, you're not going to be able to have a baby. Do you know that way? And this was like the the way that I had to, like, break it down. And, like, for all the years that I was, like, training so hard and, like, was I ever 100% happy? Like, do you know that way? Like, with what I was eating, how I was training, what I was lifting, like, it becomes a cult. Like, to me, I was in this mindset where... And as well, I think because I was 20 changing career, like I was 20 year old personal trainer, do you know that way? There was always people younger than me. So I, in my head, had to look a certain way, mm -hmm. had to train a certain way. And I think in the world of like fitness, it is perceived that you have to look a certain way. And that's not the case. But at that time, I was newly coming into a career, like I wanted to look a certain way. So I felt like I had to train a certain way. I had to eat a certain way. I had to have a coach, do you know that I, so it was all of these things. And I think when I finally realized that like all of these things were having this massive effect on my body that realistically, like what I really wanted, I wasn't going to get if I didn't mm -hmm. stop or slow down. Yeah. You know? And it's so interesting, like literally what you said, there's never mm. an end goal with fitness, no. which is the kind of exciting part, but yeah. also... Yeah, you're never 100% happy. Like you no. reach your your goal that you've been mm -hmm. working towards. You're like, right, what's the next goal? Like yeah. it's always, you're constantly yeah. making that bar mm -hmm. higher. Yeah. And I think at the time I was, I was doing CrossFit and obviously like that's really competitive. Even like I'm not a competitive person when it comes to other people, but to myself, like I would be logging all of my weights, logging the amount of pull-ups that I could do, all of these. So I was like in competition with myself all the time mm -hmm. every time I trained it I wanted to do better I wanted to lift more um, and I think like 
it's a, like, yeah, it's amazing. And I love CrossFit at the time. But for me, after losing my period, it was probably the worst type of training. Oh, my God. It that I could so ever do. Intense. So, so Honestly, intense. out of all the clients I see yeah. with hypothalamic amenorrhea, most mm-hmm. of them do CrossFit. So yeah. I hope that they're going to come at me now. Yeah, but no. it just goes, I find yeah. it's really hard to get that balance of course where you're not overtraining. No, because you have to train. Calories. Yeah, you have yeah. to train consistently to be able to get better at the things. Do you know that way? So, like, yeah. if you're not doing certain movements every single week, like, you're never going to get them. So, like, every day you're in the gym practicing these movements or yeah. working on your strength to be able to get this strong to do a certain lift do you know that way where yeah. like my background was weight training and I loved it but at that time I was weight training and I was crossfitting do you know that way I, it was like I couldn't pick between both and then I loved doing both of them and then like obviously when we had the conversation I knew that the one thing that definitely had to go was the CrossFit. Yeah. Um, and COVID helped because then COVID helped <laughs> everything closed down. That was literally like talk with yeah, the universe I, just laughing yeah. and you're laughing. And yeah, like, and every, just, I'm going to make it a bit easier yeah, for you. <laughs> everything just calmed down a little yeah. bit. Do you know that way? But I think that was the point. I was getting older and yeah, like things just had to change. Do you mm-hmm. know that way? So to give people a little crash course mm-hmm. on what I gave Debbie. So I mentioned about the chase berry. Yeah. I also gave her like a personalized herbal tonic, mm-hmm. which I love my herbs. Yeah. So we stock like 300 herbs in the clinic, mm-hmm. all for different things. And what we do is put everything in one bottle. So mm-hmm. you obviously came with a lot of digestive issues yeah. as well. And that was another stressor on your body. Yeah, like huge. I have that down. I mean, I was, I was like, yeah, I had irregular bell movements for years. Mm. Like, and again, spoke to my doctor about it, Googled it, like could never find a reason why. Like it could be days that I wouldn't have like a bell movement. And again, it wasn't until I started working with you. And then obviously now over the last two years, like studying nutrition, I was eating so restrictively, like eating the same stuff every single day because it reached like a calorie goal or was easy to do or I meal prepped it like three or four days before that I was missing I was getting vitamins and nutrients from what I was eating but I was missing all of these other foods that had been taken out of my diet mm-hmm. and then obviously I was in a calorie deficit all the time so I wasn't eating any fats do you know yeah. that like, God forbid which is have... one of the things I, I was like yeah when I look back at your chart so is the herbs <laughs> the chase berry well, like, healthy fat yeah Increasing calories. Carbs, yeah. yeah. Complex carbs. Getting your carbs yeah. in. Like these are all super important. Mm. Those are like your carbs, your fuel. So yeah. like you might be eating three and a half thousand calories a day. Mm. If you're not eating carbs, mm-hmm. not going to do anything. No. You have to get the carbs yeah. in. Um, and I, naturally, like they're the things that you just take out of your diet. You know when you're dieting, I, yeah. When you're dieting. Women are like, tours, you know. Yeah, yeah. like the yeah. fats are like, obviously they're things that like your nuts, your seeds, like all of these mm-hmm. things that you're like, oh God, I wouldn't. Like, Avocados are like the devil. Yeah, yeah, 200 calories on avocado. Absolutely not. Like, do you know that way? Yeah. So they're the things that yeah. I constantly would have taken out of my diet. Do you know mm-hmm. that way? It was just... And I was eating for convenience, you know, because I was working, I was training twice a day. So I was, wasn't, it was easier for me to follow a really simple regimental food plan mm-hmm. than having to think Put about, think yeah, about. like the yeah. nutrients, the nutrient content of my food. That yeah. didn't matter because at the time I was like, well, if I'm in my calories, I'm in my calories. Mm-hmm. To me, I was obviously still eating like broccoli, chicken, <laughs> you know, the usual chicken and broccoli diet yeah. or the turkey burger diet. Like that was what I was doing at the time. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like ch- even changing that was massive. Like because mm-hmm. I was going from having the same shopping list every single week to now adding these things in. Yeah. Um. And I remember like, I, I can't remember exactly how many calories I was on at the time. But when I looked back at our notes, like on the training day, you wanted me to eat 2,500 to 2,800 and I was like oh my god 
yeah, freaked. But then when yeah. I saw you for your follow up and this thing, hypothalamic mm. memory, it's 2,500 that we aim for. Yeah. Now, can you imagine when I have a client coming to me and mm. she's on 1,200 calories a day? Yeah. That is the scariest mm. thing in the world. And most people I don't, yeah. I'm not like to them, okay, let's put you on the Yeah. I just like, it's yeah. baby steps. I yeah. say to them, this is our goal, mm. but let's do like baby steps. But yeah. you kind of did just jump in because when I saw you again, then three months mm. later, you were like, my train days were between mm. whatever it is. 2,400 calories yeah. Monday to Friday and then you were mm. like I'm at least 3,000 calories mm. the weekend yeah. like yeah. you just kind of mm. went all in and sorry yeah. Yeah, what we're saying there is digestion so mm. like for me that's another kind of stress on the body mm. so like you know if you've chronic digestive issues bloating constipation like your body is mm. trying to deal with that as well yeah. and imagine that on top of the exercise so you have to address it like mm. your body's not separated onto like different categories that's yeah. something people don't realise so no. when I see clients for any hormonal issues like we're looking at other kinds of inflammation or other mm. kinds of issues that are going to have a link to that so um, yeah so we did when things started to slow down like it's and I even noticed that now Ashley like obviously I I still have to work on these things. I can still have the mentality to go very like all in or all and that's just a person I've I've been like that mm. kind of an all like all my life. Yeah, yeah, like even like with work, like I'm all in or nothing. Like and that's what absolutely everything. So I find it sometimes like I can kind of sneak back into them little habits of like having the same things. Do you know that way? Mm-hmm. I still have my oats every day, even no matter what way I have them. Do you know whether it's hot or overnight or like oat biscuits, like but there's so many other things that I can take out, you know, that way. And I can regimentally go back into and then I have to, mm-hmm. and then my bowel movement starts slowing down. And I'm like, Debbie, you've ate the same nearly stuff for lunch for the last three days. Do you yeah. know, like something simple like that. Yeah. Or haven't had me pineapple or my kiwi in the mornings. Like these are the little yeah. things that like these made a massive difference to me that like once I started following these tiny little steps um, and making better choices, do you know, that mm-hmm. way. Um and, and it's not that hard. Like, I try to keep it really as simple no. as possible for clients. People seem mm. sometimes very daunted. And I'm like, yeah. you're fine. Don't worry. I'm mm. not going to put you on a 12-week transformation yeah, program. It's no. very much simple steps. Mm. And I think, again, with HA, it's giving you the, the ammo and the yeah. information. I'm like, use this when you're ready. Yeah. Like, sometimes I see mm. clients like, don't book in for a follow-up. Book yeah. in when you're when ready you're ready, me yeah. Because mm-hmm. there's so much. Like, some people have to work on the relationship with food. Yeah. Like, actually getting more calories. And mm-hmm. yours was kind of more exercise yeah you know 100% I mean? yeah, yeah. Mm. and reducing that in your diet and yeah. I have even a few personal trainers who be mm. similar situation mm. as well and it's just it's so their calories are high they just yeah. it's the exercise it's that, the expenditure like that's yeah. my problem like because I'm very active person without having the training do you know because like, when I remember challenging you <laughs> about the 10,000 steps I was like sometimes I can get that without even going on a walk Ashling. like what how can I not do me 10,000 steps so it's it's the activity but you were doing yeah. um, how many steps did you, you were doing something like 30,000 oh, steps a day it was crazy it was and training bad. twice a day yeah. like I'm like how do you have any energy I remember and, seeing you and, this, and then I wouldn't sleep at night like sleep was obviously a massive factor yeah. as well because I was constantly stressed I was like wired. wired yeah and we gave you magnesium still take yeah. magnesium yeah still take me magnesium yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it's it's mad and I remember even when I got pregnant then sleep got really bad and I was like I shouldn't start anything like I was still taking it but I like I suppose like with the sleep um, I've always been not at, like I go through bad stages of sleep mm-hmm. do you know that way but I think that was a massive thing on top of like obviously the exercise the excessive exercise the excessive diet and mm-hmm. all of these stressors do you know that I was yeah. cr- absolutely when I look back now, I'm like, oh my God. So going back to your first few periods, like what was it yeah. like getting them in a row? 
I was like, we need four periods in I a row. I couldn't believe I got it back in February. Like, I was like, this girl is an absolute <laughs> magician. when you came to me, you had six periods yeah, in four years. Yeah. That's what you said to me. Yeah, yeah. six periods in four six years. Six periods. I remember the February I got, and I was like, no, this. And then, obviously, I remember I messaged you You're in like, the... You're like, it didn't come It didn't March. come. I was devastated. Yeah. Um, and then, literally, they came... Because I was using the um, natural cycle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, app and stuff. So I was timing it and I was literally clockwork. Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. And then there was a couple of months where I'd get maybe some symptoms like back pain, cramping. But I yeah. knew that was kind of going to be the case, yeah. like, initially getting them back. Because we did a follow-up for, yeah. like, PMS. And yeah. I was like, Debbie, how yeah. amazing. We are helping yeah. PMS because you're getting your period every month. And yeah. we're like, oh, I know, I love my sore boobs. Like, we're I literally, know. like, delighted. It's, it was weird because I never had them. I never had symptoms, like, yeah. even before I lost me period. As I said, like, just used to get them. They used oh, to be yeah, gone. Yeah. So when yeah. I was getting these, I was like... And then I think it really hit me that, like, I've been missing all of these things that mm-hmm. should be naturally happening as a woman. Yeah. Like all of these things, like the sore boobs, the cramping, it was because something was happening. Do you know? And for mm-hmm. so many years, there was absolutely nothing happening. And how's your bone health? I know you'd send mm. me a DEX scan originally. Yeah. Did you ever yeah. have osteopenia or osteoporosis? No. Your no. bone scan was always okay. Yeah. That yeah. was probably your weight training that saved yeah. you there, I would say, yeah. because that's a completely kind of unknown um, side effect mm. of losing your period. Like, yeah, it seems great. Like you're traveling and you don't mm. have to period to worry about like getting pregnant or whatever. Yeah. But one of the jobs for estrogen, yes, it makes you ovulate, mm. but it also helps calcium absorption. Mm. So long-term loss of cycle down the line can cause things like osteoporosis and osteopenia. I see God, quite a lot with clients. Yeah. Where like women might be in their 40s and like, oh yeah, I had an eating disorder when I was early yeah. 20s or in my teens. Mm-hmm. So it's so important. It's mm. not just about like ovulation's no. not just about making babies. And mm. I think you go back to your doctor initially yeah. and they're like, ah, oh, sure, you know, come back to me and we'll see. Yeah. It's and I just think they said something to me like, oh, once you get three in a year, you're okay. So like, we'll wait. It's mad. They just care about the bleed. Yeah. Like once your uterine lining isn't mm-hmm. too thick because that can yeah. increase your risk of things like um, cervical cancer mm-hmm. and, you know, all other kind of stuff. So, yeah. but it just, they're missing the point. Mm-hmm. They really are missing the point. Um, yeah. And your GP, you almost can't blame it. Oh, it's about doctors. Like, you came in with O-period, right? He probably saw a four-year-old with, like, a chest infection before you. Right? I always say that. And a yeah. man with blood pressure before mm-hmm. him, right? Yeah. So it's like, they can't be specialists no. in everything. And you the can't expect them to be. general practitioner, that's like, they yeah. generalise in everything. Exactly. And I think, like, yeah, like, I was coming in and I think I'd only seen him twice. So, like, to him, it was like, oh, fine. Like, maybe if it was, a, I was coming to him for a year or two and I hadn't mm. got it, maybe then he would have looked into it a little bit more. But, um, yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think, I just, like, but then obviously I was with, under a gynae department, like, for two years. And but did anyone ever diagnose you with hypothalamic menorrhea? Was, did no. I say that to you? Yeah. So that was the first person to ever. First time. Yeah. 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 Remember I gave you the book, I don't know if you ever read it, but if anyone's listening, I'll actually yeah. link it after the episode. There's a really good book called No Period, mm-hmm. Now What? Did you ever yeah, read that? No, no. Um, some of my clients, especially kind of mm-hmm. athletes and like that, they yeah. find it good. And it's like a doctor, now I take her stuff with a pinch of salt she's yeah. not into nutrition. Like she, yeah. she slams like Chase Berryman. Like there's no research. I'm like, what are you talking about? There's so much research on it. I'm like, eh, excuse <laughs> That's me. your favourite thing. Yeah, excuse me. <laughs> but she, she basically just took kind of like um, testimonials from loads mm-hmm. of her clients and it's just a good eye opener. Literally in your position, like I'm mm-hmm. doing everything right. What's going on? And then to read other people's mm-hmm. stories or I know this is going to help so yeah. many people in your position. Mm-hmm. Imagine you listen to this three years ago. You'd be like, hold that on a minute. That is me. That yeah. is me. Exactly. And you can and lie to yourself as yeah. much as you want, but your body And that's the thing. So I smart. was lying to myself for so... I didn't yeah. want to give up the things that I taught were more important to me. Do you mm-hmm. know that way? Yeah. And I still love training. Like training for me now isn't because it's, 
how I look. It's how it makes me feel. Do you know that way? Yeah. Where years ago, it was just to have a six pack or to lift a certain way. Where now I train because it makes me feel good. Yeah, and I train. It. Yeah, I train what I want to train on that day because that's what I feel like doing. Do you know that way? Mm-hmm. Obviously, I have more experience now. I have more knowledge. Like, I feel like I was a completely different person even two years ago. Do you know that way? Yeah. Like, I've grown so much yeah. um, as a person and I've educated myself more. And I think, like, back then it was... I was again in this like cult, in this bubble, like this fitness cult. Cult. Yeah. Yeah. And we couldn't see the light. Yeah. And yeah. It, like it was my own fault. I put myself into it. I, when I, as I said, like I throw myself into something and I have to give it 100%. Like there's no 80%. I'm throwing myself into it. So it was, it was that excessive training and restrictive eating that, like, obviously, it was the reason why. I lost my period Mm -hmm. and it's really sad it's so scary though because I see people all the time doing the crazy restrictive diet or dieting for too long like I like I'm not like I'm I don't mind people doing aggressive dieting but it has to be for short periods of time you can't be constantly in a calorie deficit and that was me I was consistently in a calorie deficit for years 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 it was crazy yeah yeah but then January mm-hmm. 2022, you yeah. came back to me. You're like, oh, I've had 13 regular yeah. cycles. I'm like, oh, brilliant. Or it's like, no, yeah. it was What do I do now? <laughs> You're like, I'm thinking about, like, what would I do if I wanted yeah. to get pregnant? Like, what do I need to do? And I was mm. like, okay, let's talk for two. Yeah. And you're like, so excited. Yeah. Gave you a few little tips. And mm. so interesting, guys. When I first was mm. launching the podcast last April, yeah. Debbie was my first guest. I mm. had her all lined up. Like, I was dying to get her mm. on. And literally, was it like a few weeks before? Yeah. You were like, Ashley. I think you're one of the first people I actually talk, like. Because I didn't, I didn't I tell that I know so, so many much. people are pregnant. I did be the same before anybody <laughs> yeah. else. But I think like, I think it was eight weeks or something. Yeah, you were, yeah you were like, oh, um, I yeah. think it's even sooner than that. Yeah. Maybe. maybe six, I think. Yeah. Six or eight. That's what's coming into me head now. Yeah. yeah. And you were pregnant. Yeah. So film me, what was it like? Like, did you, would you just miss a period? I think you said you were yeah, a Yeah, I missed late. a period. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I always used to, like the way it fell. It was always just before the weekend. I always used to get my periods because mm-hmm. um, they were so literally every month they literally used to come at the same time. So I knew I was like, got to a Monday and I was like, I haven't had my period yet. And then I was like Tuesday and I was like, right, I need to get a test. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget. Yeah, went and got three tests. And did the first one and I was like oh my god <laughs> did the second one did the third one I couldn't believe it Yeah, I literally could not believe it like yeah. it was the most amazing feeling ever because I never thought it could happen mm-hmm. and that was saying that Debbie was like I'm just too nervous to come in and talk about everything I'm like yeah. oh my god of course and I was it like was, we'll yeah. come back to it I was yeah. like, and, and I didn't baby. want to like sit here and be like oh yeah I've lost my period I wanted to be able to be like I lost my period for like four years Yeah, took me like less than two months to get it back after like just changing things that you but you went head yeah. first so I don't want people yeah. to think it just that, happened like no honestly, I was ready the people mm. who were like to me tell me what to do mm. and I'll do it and they do everything yeah. they're like mm. I want exercise I'll eat mm. 3,000 calories a day mm. like no it doesn't always have to be that extreme yeah, you kind of work it out in the person yeah. you take your tonics take your supplements yeah. those are the people that will get mm. it back quicker so my clients take 10 months to come back yeah. and that's fine mm. But I just want anyone to have that false hope of like, oh my God, I work at Ashton, I get my period back no, straight away. You no. really have yeah. to. I was ready to you commit. You were ready to do mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and I think because I had someone that was like going to be checking in on me. It's like yeah. people say to me, like I train all the time, but I just need accountability. Like I mm-hmm. needed someone to be like, 
steps. This is what you need to do. And this is what will help you get to where you need to be. Do you know that way? And it was like having that support and then explaining it to me, like breaking it down and be like, this is what's happening. This is where we need to get to be. Do you know that way? And I think having that accountability and that support, because I felt like there was so many years where I wasn't getting any answers. Like nobody had mentioned HA to me. Like, do you know that way? So, um, so yeah, it was, yeah, it was such a surprise. And now you've a gorgeous... Yeah, little boy. Little boy. Oliver. Yeah. Aww. He's 17 weeks. At, yeah. Debbie sent me a picture of him a couple of weeks mm. ago. I literally cried. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. I was like so emotional. Because yeah. I do, like you've been mm. such a journey. And yeah. I'm just so delighted for I can't believe well. it's like two years, like over two years now. And what can change? Like, yeah. do you know that way? And it just shows that whatever stage you get to, you might think that like, oh God, it's gone for even longer than what mine was going from. But like, if you can change things, do you know that way? And as I said, I was ready to change. Some people won't be ready to change that quickly, but making small changes, do you know that way? Yeah. Over time, um, it's your health. Like, but you, as I said, like I thought I was the healthiest version of myself. Mm-hmm. Everybody looking in would have thought I was as well, but yeah. there was, I wasn't. Yeah. So to end then, if you yeah. had like words of wisdom, mm-hmm. words of encouragement to someone going through the same thing, like what would you say to someone? If they're listening to me, like, oh God, that's me. Yeah. What will I do? Like, what would you say? What would what advice would have helped you like November mm. 2020 before you came into the clinic? Um, Actually, how did you hear about the clinic? Eddie Curiosity. Who told you? Oh. Who hmm. was Because I always feel like people are meant to come oh and it's mad that I'm always like. Now. Oh God, Ashing, I actually can't remember what. Oh, I think maybe I was following you on, on Instagram. Instagram. I think that's yeah. what it was. Came across. Yeah. And I think it was something about like missing the cycle. And you're like, hold on a minute. Yeah. Sounds like me. Because <laughs> I remember I had posted something on my Instagram like years ago about losing it. And it was around, it was way before we had started to work together. And I remember there was so, like two or three people messaging me saying, oh my God, same thing has happened to me. Mm. It's really common. It's so common. Yeah. And it's only now that obviously it's happened to me. Like I'm very open about it. Do you know yeah. that way? Like, um, but I can't remember. It must have been I seen something on Instagram. Yeah. And you took the leap of faith. Yeah. So yeah, what would you say to someone in that position? You September 2020, been to mm-hmm. specialists and they'd be like, what the hell's going on? I'm eating my food. What yeah. can I do? Or what, you know, what would have helped you then? I think for me... It is taking a step back and looking at your lifestyle mm-hmm. and what you're actually walking towards. Do you know that way? Like for me, I think I didn't because I was such in this bubble of like training so hard and eating so well. And like for me, I didn't see at the time what I was We'll call it. I actually don't know. Yeah, because I'm waffling now. No, I don't even. Know. I can't even. I don't even know what I would say to the person because I feel like I do. I can't even. Explain I think what you said though is like, what are you working towards? Like, is it yeah. worth the abs? Is it worth having? Yeah, I think it's that. Strength? Yeah, like, it's like no matter how lean I got, Ashling, I was never happy. Yeah, I always wanted more. Do you know yeah. that way? So like, why are you sacrificing that? What and you you're sac- putting your health? Yeah, and I think yeah. like there were so many times that like I said no to going out on nights out or no to go to meals because I was too afraid to go off plan. Do you know that way? Mm-hmm. Or miss a training session or God forbid I'd have a glass of wine because the next morning I wouldn't be able to train and it would affect me training or I wouldn't be able to do a competition. And like if, you, if you've if you lost your period, like it's not nothing, nothing is worth it. Like yeah. absolutely nothing is worth it. And I just think... <clears throat> Like find someone like yourself, like I'm like I'm plugging Ashley. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, yeah, but it is, it's like finding someone that understands. And I think 
the reason why like I connected with you so much is because you understood mm-hmm. like obviously like you trained do you know that way yeah, like you yeah. understand the importance of it yeah. and I think if I would have went someone say for example someone else that didn't train or didn't understand the importance like of it stop just stop training yeah. and I think the way you broke it down to me and met me halfway and maybe if I hadn't got it back we would have pulled it back even more yeah. but I think at the time like the baby steps yeah I wasn't yeah. ready to take it all away because I yeah. needed it like um, at the time I was training because I wanted to look a certain way do you know I obviously needed it mindfully but now I train because I need it for me do you know that that. way it's not because I want to look a certain way Mm -hmm. if I look great well it's a byproduct of me training well it's because I've trained and I'll if I'm training well I'll eat well do you know that way if I'm feeling good in myself I might like go out for a walk do you know that way but these are all a byproduct of me training do you know that way Years ago, my mindset shifted because mm. I heard someone else saying, I always think if I don't get out of bed in the morning, like, yeah. I get to do this, yeah. not I have to do this. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, yeah, I get to go lucky. to the gym. Mm. I get to go for this walk. I yeah. get to do yoga mm-hmm. tonight. Like, And it's like, yeah. where definitely even myself, like, I'd be like, mm. oh, I have to go to the gym tonight. Like, have to do that class. And yeah. I'd be dragging myself. Yeah. I don't want to be there. No. And yeah. it's a completely different mindset. And now, like, I enjoy it. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, I actually don't want to go and I don't yeah. go. But it's just yeah. kind of shifting your mindset. And it's not having that guilt as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Debbie, thank you so much for sharing your no story problem. I'm going to leave your links below yeah, if anyone wants you to so get in much. touch I'm sure you're going to get people being like help me yeah. like you know or just yeah. even getting advice so honestly like and thank you for all your help you're I can't so believe welcome. I'm sitting here like two years later and With I have baby. a little baby I know yeah. it's mad yeah. I always say in this circumstance mm. though about me helping people right mm. I'm always like you did all the hard mm-hmm. work I just told you what to do I, I remember right? you so saying literally. this to me all the time and I was like thank you thank you and you're, you're like, like no, no Debbie yeah. you're doing it yeah. I'm it's just like it's just a guidance <laughs> it's like having that someone that understands what you're going through do you know that way and yeah. like being able to say like keep going keep you're going yeah yeah and it is baby steps like as you said this for me I was very very lucky like I got my period back like within a couple of months like and it became regular however I think if it wouldn't have happened straight away I still would have stuck at it and kept doing it you know that way because I had all faith that it would come back at some stage you know if I had consistently done all of these I think I was just very lucky as as you said like I was ready to jump straight into it and hopefully this podcast will help people in the same position I can tell all my clients with HA to go listen to this give them like motivation to (laughs) keep going Debbie thank Thank you you so so much much. for coming in everyone else I will chat to you all next week and I Mm -hmm. hope you guys enjoyed this episode 